Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We continue to talk with some of the leading experts in the mock draft world. Today, we have from Fox Sports, John Fanta. He's a college basketball broadcaster and reporter. He is an integral member of their mock draft team over there. You can see his work all over FoxSports.com and see him all over a variety of their telecasts covering college basketball. He was just doing NCAA conference tournament baseball. He's all over the place and he was at the draft combine as well. So he has some really good recent first-hand knowledge with some of the leading names in the 2023 NBA draft. So without further ado, let's welcome John Fanta here to the Hornets Hivecast. John, thanks so much for joining us. Sam, it's Great to be with you. Happy draft season. It's a wonderful time of year, particularly when you have the number two pick. You don't always want the pain that comes with the uh, sacrifice that takes to be in the running for it. But when you, quote unquote, win the lottery and move up, it's a good time of year. Tell me, you do a lot of mock drafting. What is your approach to a mock draft? Are you giving predictions based off what you would do if you were in that team's position or any team's position? Are you doing it based off what you are hearing from your sources within the NBA draft world? Yeah, it's a great question, Sam, and I think it's a combination of the two things. I think when watching players and talking with evaluators, sometimes what evaluators and scouts are saying might be different than what a team perhaps is thinking or vice versa. So for me, it it really comes down to the combo of, okay, what are a team's potential biggest needs? Does this player fit those needs? Does it make sense? If it makes sense, then you're going through one of those college diagrams, if you will, and you're working on a project. You're, you're then going to the next criteria to say, all right, does this work in a mock draft? Is this feasible based on what I'm hearing? What, what I don't want to do, and, and I've seen this with 
certain ones, and everybody's got their own process. If there's a guy, in my opinion, that might not be a, a lottery pick, let's just say, of that type of talent, I don't get to the point where I'm like, okay, this team needs position X. So they need to go after this position. I try not to get so far in the weeds of that that then in a mock draft, I am putting a player as name that pick in the lottery and saying, well, I'm putting him there because that fits the team's need. Because we all know this in the NBA offseason that fans love, followers love. A lot can happen. A lot does happen. And it isn't just limited to draft night. In fact, free agency season and all that that comes with it, the buzz around that, has become one of the great calendar moments in sport. Everybody loves the NBA offseason. We, we all love the season. We miss basketball when it's not going on. But what's great about the association is, is that there's a lot going on once we hit the summer. So I try to sort of take a multidimensional approach when I'm going through these mocks and look at, okay, how do I see a prospect in terms of range? Is this a 15 to 25 guy? Is it a 30 to 40 type of guy on the board? Where does he fit? And then out at the combine, basically watching to see who's helping their stock, who's building their stock, who is trying to grow on that board. So it takes some different rationale. There's no mock draft that's perfect, but you want to combine, yes, where a team directionally is, but also where a prospect would project on a board and try to see, okay, if I've got this group of 10, how am I fitting them in? Or, or maybe who's the odd man out? Or who's someone that could be rising because of the fact that he fits a team's need over somebody else, but not to an extreme. So you try to fit it into the range that you believe. And there's there's no exact science to it. But I, I try to really spend a lot of time looking this over. I, I try not to just put a list together and say, yep, these guys are in my mock draft. I do spend a couple days at a time when I'm really looking at things, and I, I want to be thorough in this because this is a thorough process. And these executives, I don't think, get much credit this time of year, Sam, as you well know. They're up at all hours of the night. They want to deliver for their fan base that next player that a fan identifies with and becomes a household name. Mitch Kupchak and his team here with the Hornets doing that right now in anticipation of this 2023 draft coming up uh, not not that far away now June 22nd will be draft day for the Hornets and the NBA. You know one thing that's so difficult about this process and has become more difficult in this era of one and dones and the majority of the top level picks being teenagers is that you're trying to project into a future where there is so much development physically within their own games that's going to take place not just in the next year or two but the next next five, ten years towards what the finished product is really going to be. It makes it much more difficult on draft day to know what the right answer is going to be for a franchise. And one really good indicator of that is something that I pulled from your archives and your publications archives. John Fanta with us today covers college basketball on Fox. In the immediate aftermath of the 2022 draft, you and your publication put out a, a way too early 2023 draft board. And number one on it was Victor Wembanyama. Number two on it was Scoot Henderson. It went all the way to 25 and at the time did not include Brandon Miller. What does that say about the, the draft grades industry that someone who is now in everyone's top five as recently as a year ago was not in 
your publication's top 25. And I don't mean that at all as a dig. I mean it more to say, look how far someone can go in their own personal game in 12 months. Are we a little crazy to try and assign who's going to be great, who's not going to be very good today when we're talking about effectively teenagers? Yeah, I I think your point is fantastic. And I, I don't think it's a dig. I actually, I think it's a dig at the concept. So, of course, we love to put out the way too early. You, you see it with mock drafts. We love to put it out with top 25s in college sports. Or when the NBA season wraps up, you'll see publications put out there way too early power rankings for next year in the NBA. That's our world. That's how things are done. And until those pieces don't get traffic, folks that are my bosses and others' bosses at, at publications are not going to stop asking for them because they've proven to be successful. But it can be misleading. And it can be off because it is way too early and a lot can change. And I think to your point, we entered this past season and a lot of people were talking about what Brandon Miller could be at Alabama, but there wasn't a talk that, well, he could be the best college prospect. People did not foresee that. And I don't think that we fully accounted for the fact that he is six foot seven with the wingspan, the athleticism. The shot-making ability is something that you zone in on and say, okay, how does he evolve with that? Because there were some ups and downs. But so many of these players, Sam, when you're looking them over, you're saying, okay, perimeter shooting is a question. Perimeter shooting is a question. Well, yes, but the college game Perimeter shooting is a question for every single team. It's just not the same as the NBA. That's that's one of the knocks on the college game is that sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to watch from a three-point shot-making perspective, whereas the NBA features the best in the world. It just does. But with Miller, it just shows you the level of variance that things can take, that Alabama had never been the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. Never. Nobody could have seen it coming. Nobody could have seen them being that good. They entered the year and we were saying, this freshman class carries a lot of buzz, but can you really rely on a freshman class? Well, we saw the flip side, the, the great side of it, because not only was Miller great, but Noah Clowney was fantastic. And a sophomore, Charles Bediaco, was excellent. But for Brandon, the way that he rose, it's an outlier case because I don't know if I've ever seen a player – turn from one thing at the start of the year on the court to being the best, the clear best college prospect in college basketball to now enter this draft. But I I think it just shows you that no matter how much we try, no matter how much we try or how much we project, there's going to be things that change over the course of three, four, five months. There could be something that changes in the next three weeks that a team likes about a player or a prospect or dislikes about a player or a prospect. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my John Fanta, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Find his work on Fox Sports all over the place. Their web stuff, social media, on television, not only covering college basketball, but baseball. He's all over the place, and we love his work. Find him also on Twitter, at John underscore Fanta. Let's talk about your area of expertise and how maybe that helps or hurts you when you're doing the mock drafts. You cover college basketball extensively. How does that change your perspective, and do you have to fight yourself at all in terms of giving favoritism to players that have gone the college route versus those that have gone to play internationally, G League Ignite, or other places where prospects are growing these days? Well, you have to be willing to have the conversations when you're uneducated. And I I think you've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable when you're doing these types of things. Because if you're just going to have a swayed bias towards the college player, that's short-sighted. Because what if this international prospect or what if this overtime elite prospect or somebody taking a different avenue is better than that college kid? There's never been more avenues to find your way to the NBA. It's a global game, a game that continues to grow. It's not done growing. And I think for me, Sam, I just try to keep an open mind. You know, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and say my mock draft is better than everybody's or it's better than than this guy or that guy's. We could call it a competition, but it's a feel thing. It's a projection. It's supposed to be fun. I try to have fun with it, and I try to talk with as many people and get as many opinions on players. And it is a subjective thing at the end of the day. What one team sees in a player, another team might not. What one team sees as a potential flaw, another team might look at as a strength. So 
so for me, with international players, it's talking to people. It's you know, Victor Wembanyama, um, who is obviously one of the top names in this draft class, certainly the most talked about name uh, at this moment as we are speaking. What I did to learn more about Victor is not just watch film of him. I talked with the people who broadcast his games all season long. I said, what was it like? What did you learn? What did you see? You know him as well as anybody. So that's a big thing is with international prospects particularly, finding people who spent time with them, who covered their game, and understanding the fact that I might get asked about a kid that I cover closely from someone who didn't. We help each other out. That's our great world of basketball, as I'm sure you know, with calling games all across the NBA. There's a collegiality between the radio announcers in the league, the, the announcers all over the association. That's, that's how we do things. So I think it's understanding that, hey, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not going to claim to be. And I'm going to try to learn about these kids that I might not know as much about and try to take the unbiased approach as much as I possibly can. Because I, I do take that seriously. You don't want to fall in love because you watch the kid more than the other. You want to try to say, all right, what are the strengths? What are the weaknesses? What fits in this draft? I think that's a great way to look at it. That that in mind, as you're evaluating players, and many of them will play against or with each other in workouts, some of them you're not really going to have much, and because there's a variety of plays, these prospects are growing, there isn't as much crossover between, say, someone who played overseas and someone who played in G League and someone who played in college and someone who played, you know, they're, they're all over the map. So as you're trying to project, are you basing it off of who you think would win today and, and have that immediate impact be a candidate for rookie of the year or do you have to look at someone who maybe their upside has them potentially be the best three years from now five years from now but maybe struggle more in the pipeline to get there is it immediate impact is it best case three to five years from now how do you try and project in a mock draft such a great question i think at times we fall into the trap of well he's 23 years old he's too old i kind of laugh at that if the player is a winner and there are players out there who are winners that I really believe a lot in and that player got steadily better in college got steadily better took coaching took the negative criticism actually did stuff with it kept on growing his game why am I solely penalizing that player's draft stock because of his age what if he gives me a better 12 years than the 18 or 19 year old like what if he does That, to me, is a big misnomer on draft night. If you can get a great double-digit year player, doesn't matter if he's 23 or 20, you go and get him. Oh, I really need those two extra years. Or, oh, I think the upside's just so much bigger. To me, if a guy got better in college steadily, took feedback, matured, now he's 23, wouldn't you like him to help winning both in the now and in the future? If the upside is so ridiculous, and you think that a player can help you a little bit, and you're a franchise that's got to take a big swing, you got to take your big swing. you got to do it. I mean, I get it. I do. But for me, I really think that that's a big, big thing on draft night that people get so into to a point that it's like, all right, we get it. We get that age is a factor here that you think is a negative one, but look at this player. He went to Sweet 16s. He went to Elite 8s. He went to Final 4s. He won. He impacted winning. And let's face it, the Miami Heat as an eight seed are currently sitting one NBA final. There's a lot of NBA teams who then, you, you say in the Eastern Conference, like, well, 
you know, at least in, in that conference, there's a lot of openness to it. And so, the best player, by the way, John, on that team, Jimmy Butler, 30th overall, moved to different yep. franchises, three years in college, took a little bit longer to reach his pinnacle, but look at him now. How many teams would love to have him? Bingo. You're absolutely right. And that just shows you that if you have a player who mentally is driven and wants to win, and, and Jimmy has a different level of mentality right now in these playoffs, don't wait or don't let him. If I'm 29, 30, I'm getting that three- or four-year college player who did nothing but win if I'm debating what I need to do. Because, Sam, he's probably not going to hurt you. That's for sure. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> John Fanta, our guest today here on the Hornets. Hivecast, find his work on Fox Sports covering college basketball, mock drafts, a little bit of everything. Find him also on social media at John underscore Fanta. Let's talk about the number two pick and some of the players that are in the the grouping for it. And and actually, before we get to that, we talked earlier in the podcast about your way too early 2023, immediately after the 2022 or that of your publication, Fox Sports. They did one in the immediate run-up to the 2022 draft. And while not every pick is dialed in, 
the range is pretty on point. Fox Sports had Jabari Smith number one to the Magic at the time, followed by Jet Holmgren to OKC, Paolo Bancaro to Houston at three. Right group in the top three, uh, not the right order, but they're in the right ballpark. Keegan Murray, that you had four to Sacramento, then Benedict Mathurin five to Detroit, Jaden Ivey six to Indiana. Again, not everyone in the exact right space, but right ballpark. Interestingly, you had Mark Williams off the board at seven to Portland, Charlotte taking Jalen Duran at 13, and then A.J. Griffin at 15. In certain respects, I'm thrilled you're right. I agree with you. Mark Williams was better than the 15th best player in that draft, but I'm glad you were wrong in the moment because we're very happy that Mark Williams did make it to the Hornets selection. So all in all, when you look back on the 2022 mock draft process, how it turned out, how those players developed, how do you feel Fox did? (laughs) You know, I I think that it's one of those things, Sam, where you're trying to project as best as you possibly can. I I feel pretty good about it. I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm Mark Williams. That's a guy that really changed the games at Duke for Mike Krzyzewski, was elite on the interior at just about everything for them. And to come into the NBA at seven feet and average nine and seven and very efficient on the interior, that's why we had him as a top 10 caliber player. And that's why he was such a, a great value for Charlotte at 15. But, but yeah, you know, you, you feel good about it. I mean, we entered the NBA draft last year and look at what ended up happening with the top pick. I mean, I, I thought that, that Jabari could very well go one. It didn't happen. I don't think there was any doubt that Chet was going to probably go two because of the way that the, that the Thunder were constructed the way that they are constructed they wanted to take a swing on a guy that hopefully he gets back out on the floor you know you're rooting for him to get back out on the floor but yeah I I think I felt good about it I I love that the the Pistons went and got Jaden Ivey I I didn't have him dropping past six but I I love the fact that that they did go and get him at five and yeah when I when I look back at that draft I mean I didn't see Jalen Williams at 12 coming and the Thunder took him, and there's another example, Sam, of what of what a difference a month makes. Jalen Williams, the Santa Clara product, went to the combine, shined. He gets picked 12th because people see the upside, they see the versatility, they see the positional size. So it's interesting how things can shift in a matter of of a few weeks. And uh, I felt I felt pretty good about that that mock, but I also look back at that and say, you know what, there's just, there's a level of this where you enter draft night and a team could be thinking of something that you you never thought of. And that just goes back to this process and the high degree of variance with it. In terms of the number two pick, give me the candidate pool, the players it makes the most sense to be under consideration at the number two pick, uh, what the, the ceiling of that grouping is and, and maybe the floor is for their rookie seasons. Well, you're talking about in this draft class, a position where the Charlotte Hornets, regardless of who they end up selecting at number two, Sam Farber, I just think that it's a win-win-win scenario. I really believe that. I think when you're talking about some of the players in the mix, you start with the Scoot Henderson. He's 19 years of age. He is six foot two. He has a six foot nine wingspan. Explosive. The ability to finish at the rim is electrifying. He has a dunking ability that is just phenomenal. He can light a a franchise and its fan base on fire with his excitement and with the way he plays the game offensively. He's got so many tools. And the explosiveness 
can change the course of the game. Talking with him in Chicago, he wants to be the greatest point guard ever. He's determined. When you think about Brandon Miller, you think about the positional size. And when scouts are talking around the league, they discuss that positional size because it is so highly sought after in the NBA. And for Brandon, he led Alabama. He showcased a multi-dimensional offensive game. He's a willing defender. He plays hard. And Brandon Miller is someone that on the wing can, can handle the basketball, but you have to really account for how you're going to defend him because if you go under and that shot keeps coming along, he didn't finish the college season strong from three. His last three college games, he shot three for 19, but that's in a silo. You can't look at things in an isolated window. The fact is Brandon is a supreme athlete who can stretch the floor with his size. Look at Amen Thompson from Overtime Elite. Amen Thompson is a guy that, with his size and versatility and defensive capabilities, he's going to come in and impact the team right away with how aggressively he plays on defense. Amen is a shot creator off the dribble. He can really distribute the basketball. I really look at him as a guy that, if again, if the shot off the dribble, teams are going to dare him to shoot. That's what he's got to work through. But any of these guys are going to help winning in their first season. I'll throw in Asar Thompson, who's a lot like his, his twin brother. Yes, there are twins in this draft class. Asar at six foot six, terrific athlete, unbelievable athlete, even better defender than Ahmed. The offensive game needs some work. I'll throw in a couple of others just to throw them in as well. Cam Whitmore from Villanova, six foot six. At the age of 18, came into Villanova and was just a terrific competitor, a shot maker who could score in bursts. Anthony Black of Arkansas, he makes other people around him better. I think this is an upside pick. Explosiveness, another guy at six foot six who is a playmaker. In the pick and roll, Anthony Black's NBA ready. He, he is so quick off the dribble, he makes things happen. And then the toughest guy in this draft class is Jarris Walker. Jarris Walker is an absolute wrecking ball out of Houston. He plays the game like a football player. He's 6'8", 7'2", wingspan, epitomizes versatility. He rebounds the basketball, and he's a guy that impacts the game on the interior. So all these guys are in that range. They're all being considered. That's for certain. It comes down to whether it's the Hornets at two or, or the Blazers at three or whoever's making these picks of what their front offices believe is the right choice for them on draft night. But the fact is, there's a nice pool of candidates to select from, and there's a wide variety of players here that can help winning right away. There, A lot of these guys, I fully believe, can carve out a nice role immediately, and some of them carry some serious, serious upside, and I believe have only tapped the surface. It's been a great conversation, John. You've packed so much information here. We'd love to have you back again later on this week. How's that sound? Part two of our conversation here on this very impactful, potentially, 2023 NBA draft. Sounds great to me, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. Find his work at John underscore Fanta. Does great work for Fox Sports covering college basketball primarily, but he's very busy this draft season getting ready for the 2023 NBA draft coming up on the 22nd. Thanks so much to John for joining us here today and our producer Rob Longo for putting it all together. I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us. We will talk to you next time right here on the Hornet Hivecast.
Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.